Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by writer, film director, musician, co-host of the Cooperatives podcast, and developer of the upcoming game Earworm, hitting Kickstarter March 14th, Aaron J. Amendola for a heartfelt game of Tobia Bad's Songs. Songs is an absolutely beautiful game about two exes after a breakup meeting once again and reliving their relationship through the particular songs that define that relationship. Each player in Songs builds a five-track mixtape, and over the course of this meeting, will reveal these songs, the highs and lows of the relationship, including one turn-on song that represented the couple's sex life. We'll play these songs for the other player and sort of give them this audio experience of what the relationship was like. It creates this beautiful communal narrative that I absolutely, uh, it's such a good game, and I, I'm so excited that we finally got to play it on the show. You can find songs in the Indie Mixtape Mega Mix, a wonderful compilation of music-themed role-playing games and LARPs, raising money for medical expenses in the gaming community. It is a very cool collection with a lot of wonderful games for a good cause. You can find more information about that in the show notes. Now, traditionally, songs is played by playing an MP3 of the songs that you've chosen for the other player, whether you're on Spotify or MP3 or what have you. However, because of Earworm, which I'll talk about in a moment, uh, Aaron and I switched it up a little bit, and instead of just playing the music, we were singing a few key lines of each song that we selected. <laughs> and despite my love of karaoke, I am not a singer, so if this is your warning, if off-key singing is a turn-off for you, this might not be for you. So last but not least, let's talk about Earworm. Earworm is an absolute delight. It is a party-style card game for lovers of music of all kinds that tasks you to sing some of your favorite songs without vocalizing any of the lyrics. It is raucous and fun and energetic, and it's just a game that you should absolutely pick up back at the second it drops on Kickstarter because I love it with all of my heart. I played it at Gen Con, and I have been buzzing about it ever since, eagerly awaiting the day that it drops on Kickstarter. I cannot wait. So if you love music or karaoke or party games, go back Earworm on Kickstarter March 14th. I cannot recommend it enough. I give it the Jeff Sormer steal of approval. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Aaron J. Mendela. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you for having me. This is a, th- this is an honor. I have listened to this show for quite some time, and now I'm on it. That's awesome. I am so, that means so much, because I am also a fan of your work, and so that makes me very happy. This is going to be a big old love fest, isn't it? It sure is. And uh, speaking of things that we love, why don't you take a moment and talk about all of the cool projects that you work on, including anything that might uh, currently or in the near future be debuting on Kickstarter? Oh, yeah. You know, it's really funny that you should say that because I've been a podcaster for quite some time. I've been a musician. I've been a film writer, actor, but I'm actually going to be a game dev now. Uh, My first game that I've ever developed is going to be hitting Kickstarter on March 14th. And it combines all of the things that I personally love, and that would be music, gaming, and just fun, rowdy atmospheres. It's a game called Earworm, and what the game tasks you to do is to vocalize a song. One of your favorite songs, we, well... Gosh, I got to become better at pitching this. What the game tasks you with doing is vocalizing a song without saying any of the lyrics. So, Jeff, what's what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Uh, let's see. I'm, uh, we'll go. We'll, we'll earworm it, and we'll see if you can catch it because right. it is. Right, yeah. I'm going to vocalize it. No words. You're going to try to catch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm let's into see. It. 
Yeah, so it's beat it, right? It is beat it. You were correct. Yeah, yeah see, and, and so this is actually what the game is all about. You're going to select five cards from a deck of 200 songs, and you'll have to choose one of those songs in that deck of five to vocalize. And then your team's going to have to guess whichever song you do. Um, this is actually a game that originated from a, a warm-up exercise that we would use on musical uh, rehearsal sets and film sets. Um, we would actually just start humming a song aloud, and the cast and the crew would have to guess what the song was. And there would be days where we would be on location shooting for six, seven, eight hours, and we would find that we were losing our shooting time because we're actually doing this more than shooting the scenes that we needed. That's amazing. I love that. It's it's just one of those things where one day I said, why don't we make this into a game? And everyone we played it with really seems to love it. And I have had the most fun ever making this game. I get to put all my favorite songs in there. I'm a big 90s alternative rock fan. I love the 80s. Uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff in, in the deck. Uh, but yeah, Earworm's going to be on Kickstarter March 14th. We would love for you to check it out. And hey, if you're into the game, consider pledging. It is. Uh, we play tested it at Gen Con last year. Uh, the team was myself, Aaron Catano, Saez, my All My Fantasy Children co-host, and Tasha Robinson, who I probably was probably listening to this very podcast. <laughs> Hi, Tasha. Uh, and, and my goodness, it was the most fun. It was an absolute delight, and I cannot wait to... to have the game in my hand. Were were you in the game where I had Say My Name by Destiny's Child and I was like maybe four beers deep and I couldn't, I was like, no one's going to get the song. So I began dancing. Uh, I may have been. I was oh. in a very late game. So I believe we were all a few <laughs> drinks in. Oh my God. But, oh, it's, it's it is like, such a fun game. I can, I cannot. If you can't get the song out by vocalizing it, you got to dance. And it's so you gotta, good. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put the moves in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. But speaking of things that are good, we are this week playing a wonderful, wonderful game. It is, uh, we're playing Songs by Toby Abad. Uh, it is one of the games off of the Indie Mixtape Compilation, which is a collection of uh, freeform role-playing games, all of which are modeled after specific songs. Um, and the compilation raises money for game-related, uh, game designer-related medical expenses. And it is the songs is sort of a broader. It is a the story of two people coming together after a breakup and reliving their relationship through the songs that each of them associates with it. You and I are each going to be playing people who are once in a relationship. Uh, we have broken up, but now something that we will determine uh, through play and through conversation has brought us back together. Um, so. I'll introduce my character first, and then you can kind of talk about yours. We'll talk about how we met, what our relationship was like. And as we go, we're going to reveal some of those songs. And I guess this is a good place for this disclaimer. We're going to sing them, (laughs) and I am not a good singer, so get ready for that. I'm so excited. When when you presented this game as the option, I, like, freaked out because this this sort of game is 110% what I'm into, but... The idea that, that one, it's all about coming back to a relationship after you've broken it off. And two, the idea that we're actually going to be singing the songs. As a concept, it's amazing. But as the dread sat in that we're going to be doing this tonight, it, it's like, it, it, I already feel like very exposed, but in a good way. 
Yeah, me too. I'm very I'm so into this. I'm I'm yeah. I'm into this. I'm into this emotional space. This is great. <laughs> so, uh I am playing uh Joel. Joel is mid 20s. He's younger, younger than I am. Um mid 20s. He is a musician and YouTuber. Uh he's been sort of vlogging for several years now. He's got a small to decent following. Um, you know, enough to enough to stay monetized on YouTube, but not necessarily enough to, not necessarily enough where he is uh a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a um he's a musician. He, you know, travels a little bit through sort of the broader where do we want our story to take place? Well, so that that is a really good question, because I feel like, depending on where it takes place, that might inform or change some of the things that I have planned for my character. Okay, so introduce me to your character then, and we'll sort of figure out where where we're meeting up for the first time in so long. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I, I, I gave this a lot of thought, but I am going to be playing... Uh, a young woman by the name of Ashley. Her friends call her Ash. And Ashley is... Ashley is the girl that you see in the after pictures in the yearbook. So if you go to your yearbook and you go to, like, the goth section, Mm -hmm. you will definitely see Ashley there, like, very pale makeup, really heavy eyeliner, probably into a ton of My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy Mm, and, like, pop punk bands. But uh, also a heavy... And eh, maybe not heavy, but a healthy amount of emo songs as well. Sure. So she'd get her sunny day real estate. She'd get her early November. She would uh, make Dashboard Confessional her guilty pleasure, but she would never tell anybody about it. Um, but Ashley, uh, the the type of person she is, and she loves to take action. And in high school and throughout college, she would be the person that would be staging protests. Um in my mind, Ashley went somewhere like Emerson College, and she would always be the person that would organize sit-ins and fight for social justice there. She would be the person that would always speak up on behalf of other people, and she she really has had a bunch of different personas. She's always been uh, outspoken, but you know, in high school, she was a goth. In college, she was an activist, and now I think after college, she's just trying to figure herself out. She doesn't know if she's been wearing a mask her whole life or if who she is now is the real her. I kind of love, I I'm, you mentioned Emerson and I kind of love being in sort of the Boston area, Mm -hmm. not least of which, because uh, my partner and I have been watching cheers for the first time. (laughs) And you know, it's Boston is on my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to get that Ted Danson fix. Oh, it's, it's a better show than I like. It is, it aged much better than I expected, I gotta say. Oh, there's a reason it's a classic. Yeah, it's a it's pretty good. So yeah, I'm kind of feeling like Boston and that kind of I, I like that, yeah, I think that's where we're set, right? We both are are from I think I was maybe born and raised in Boston, and maybe if you don't mind me suggesting something, maybe mm-hmm. uh Ash came from out of state. I, I think totally, one hundred percent. Like I imagine that when she was filling out college applications, you know, she would never look at at in-state. She wanted to get as far away from her hometown as possible. And Boston is as far away from, uh, let's say she grew up in Seattle. So, yeah, Boston. Wanted to get all the way across the country away from everybody. 
Perfect. I love it. So, um, yeah, so we are meeting for the first time after our breakup. Where are we meeting, do you think? Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I, hmm. I've I've only been through Boston. I've never lived there. I I can't think of like any specific area, but if if it's Ash choosing, I think she wants some place that is going to be a little public but not too public, so probably like a a, a cafe that's that's open late. I I have I, I that was kind of the where I was going to make a particular suggestion. And it feels very appropriate that uh, Joel would then follow that up with, like, there is a tiny coffee house that they both are, like, familiar with. You know, it's it's not necessarily either of their regular stops, but there's a coffee shop that is doing and that does, like, a regular cabaret open mic night type situation. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Both, I see where we're going. We've both kind of. <laughs> been there for various reasons joel's played Mm -hmm. some songs there ash has read some poetry and shown off some art pieces it's that kind of like oh she's the best and the worst Uh. (laughs) joel also kind of the worst (laughs) did i mention he vlogs i mean anybody that is fresh out of college and in their mid-20s they think they're the best but they're probably the worst so so and i'm sorry if you're listening and you're that age bracket you're probably great but you're gonna get better trust me you always get better you're always getting better can confirm was in my mid-20s once was kind of the worst (laughs) so yeah we're uh we're at um Oh, what's a good coffee shop name? Um, Mia Cuppa. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That's the reaction I'm right. aiming for. I'm, I'm, I'm upset, but I'm very happy about it. We're at Mia Cuppa. It is a, it is a Thursday night. It is a uh, open mic night. What, what is Joel drinking? Joel is drinking a... He has uh, bought a Starbucks uh, fresher, you know, the uh, the canned like energy drink thing that they make. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes real hard right now. <laughs> he bought he bought one of those from like the cooler of the coffee shop, despite the fact that this coffee shop does make like really beautiful handcrafted drinks. He was like, I'm going to buy the Starbucks raspberry lemonade. Damn. <laughs> I, and it's. Like, that's what I would get. So I'm upset at the choice because I identify with this so much right now. <laughs> uh, what about what about Ash? Joel is already uh, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like, so I, I feel like, I feel like Ash is the type of person to always be like two or three minutes late. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the type of person that tells you to get movie tickets and then you get the seats so she can like walk in when the previews are done. Um, I think Ash sees Joel in there and she spends a moment outside gathering herself and she walks in as if she didn't see him. Like she totally knows he's there, but she walks in and is just like happy putting on a show and she orders an Arnold Palmer 
And Great. when they give her the cup, she she spikes it with something. She puts a little puts a little little hard liquor in there. Okay. All right. Let's say well, let, let's say gin. Let's say a pirate's gin. drink. Yeah. Gin. All right. That a gin. I like gin a lot, as it is sort of faux uh, sophisticated. <laughs> the kind of thing that you would feel like you're. It's funny thing you'd feel like you're really like mature, spiking your Arnold Palmer with. It's kind of like how in college you drink vodka, but nobody's told you that like vodka is terrible, and nobody's yeah. told her that like there might be better things. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Love it. Yeah. So so she she gets that and i think she goes to sit at a table by herself because she's still putting up this show that she hasn't seen joel yet and i think i'm going to periodically be looking at my songs and seeing if i feel like one is quite fitting yet not yet joel looks up and like is immediately like Gets a little bit of hope, like a little bit of warmth and hope in his eyes, and then kind of like covers it back up with this sort of like artsy ex- exterior, and like swirls his can a little bit. What's Joel's hair like? Um, he is wearing a backwards baseball cap. Okay. With a flourish of uh black dyed blonde hair coming out of the front. Okay. <laughs> I, I got a good picture. <laughs> good. He says, uh, Ash, it's, um, thanks for coming out. I, I, it's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it is, it is nice to see you too, Joel. And as she says that she stands up and she puts out a hand to shake your hand. He, um, he slaps it like a low five. <laughs> Uh, when you do that, Ash, Ash, like, she's laughing, but she's trying really hard to just, like, grit her teeth and not show it. Uh, and she just immediately sits down. (laughs) Good. Okay, so, I see we're back here. Uh, who, who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Uh, um... I mean, I, I think you said you wanted to get a coffee, so I assume there was something. Yes. Yes. Uh, Joel, I've been, I've been thinking a lot about what happened, and I wanted us to meet here. Well, uh, I, I, I don't want this to seem so, so formal, uh. How's your mom? Oh, um, you know, she's great. Uh, she's actually doing a lot better. She's good. Yeah, she's doing a lot better. Uh, you would, you would never even know that she was sick. That's great. That's great. I know, I know how hard that was. Uh, she says hello, by the way. Um, she told me to tell you that she misses you very much and that, uh, and that she wishes you could be there for uh, the Fourth of July barbecue, but uh, you know. Oh man, double patties. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm really happy that, uh, that she's, that she made it out. 
That's that's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you you probably have so much more free time now. I do. It's it's kind of nice to be back to uh, it's been nice to get back to work, you know. I it was it was weird not being able to do stuff, you know. It was weird. But it's nice to be back. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know, I'm reaching for things again and that's kind of a welcome welcome change yeah i i uh i saw you know every now and then i see pictures come up in my timeline and it looks like you're like out there you're like going for it i mean somebody somebody on my timeline shared one of your videos and i didn't even tell them to (laughs) that's pretty that's pretty great which video uh it was the one where you try to see how many m&ms you could fit in your mouth uh it was it did fit a lot of M&Ms in my mouth. Yeah, it was a lot. I don't know why you didn't do the regulars because the peanuts are way bigger anyway, but I because mean it's easy, Because it's easy to do. It's easy to do regulars. Eh. It's easy to do. And I think uh, as we say that, excellent, uh, I'm going to reveal the first song. Oh, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> because uh, as we say that, we kind of flash back. Okay. Um, we kind of flash back to, uh, filming a similar video. Mm-hmm. You know, we flash back to like doing these sort of dumb little pranks. Oh, I was totally, you're like, like girlfriend cameraman person. And I was yeah, always the one that like was fixing lighting and making sure that I got the best side of you. Yeah, you were. Uh, and we get, we play, uh, I reveal the first song. Which is a song by Garfunkel and Oates. Nice. Called I Get to Do It With You. <laughs> and we specifically hear uh, the opening bars, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> How many words would it take to really say how much you've changed my life in every single way? You make the good stuff better and the bad stuff too. Yeah, my life is better because I get to do it with you. And like we get that little clip of like, you know, stuffing M&Ms in my mouth or mm-hmm. like running around a park, you know, blowing giant bubbles and stuff as like we see some of these like dumb videos and we get very specifically shots of like you holding the camera mm-hmm. and me doing dumb things, dumb 22 year old video things. I'm imagining a bunch of like Polaroids and a bunch of like, like cracking eggs over your head and like putting you in a toboggan down a hill and stuff like that. And like, like, yeah, us going over editing footage. And maybe, maybe one night I like look in your room and the only light in the room is coming from the computer screen. And I just go over and I like put some tea on your desk and like rub your back and walk away. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Very good. I almost want to reveal another song, but I'm going to wait. It'll <laughs> yeah, come this up. is It'll the thing. Up. Like, like I pick these songs because I really like them, and I feel like they're emotionally charged. But it's just a matter of like picking the perfect moment to put mm-hmm. them in. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, and I think you know, I, I, I we're smiling and laughing for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Like suddenly, a little bit of that like pressure has fallen off. Mm-hmm. And uh, by now, I think uh, the acts have started on stage. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, it is currently somebody showing off a series of sculptures. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Let's say that one of the sculptures is somebody that, like, 
like made made statues of like giant tanukis and they're like all the tanukis look like actual tanukis but their testicles are all painted into like some weird shapes and stuff and we're just looking at it like okay whatever this is it's it's something (laughs) (laughs) this would make a great vlog (laughs) (laughs) uh did you bring the camera because i feel like like just get some candids with these. I mean, the the audio quality probably wouldn't be that great, but yeah. And then there's a whole issue of having to like get permissions, and then like it becomes a thing of if I get you to sign a form, you kind of think you're going to be present. You, you remember, you remember the hurdles yeah. of having to get people oh my, to agree to stuff. All those stupid forms. I felt like one of those Greenpeace people that was just like asking for signatures. Yeah, I mean, maybe plan it more in advance, but this guy's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I kind of miss this, if I'm being honest. Uh, I really, I really don't think that we should. Uh, I, I really. No, how's you're the right. channel going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going all right. It's going mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been going really. Uh, it's the channel's been going okay. The music channel's actually starting to take off. I've actually. The music been, channel. Yeah, I had the second channel for the music, and that's actually been gaining some traction lately, which has been okay. awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. I mean, who's who's doing the? Are you doing all the music? Yeah, I I've been doing a lot of like solo recordings. I have the keyboard. Remember the one I got for Christmas? I've been playing that one, and it's been going okay. Yeah, people the, have been. I, uh, and I think, I think as, um, as you're talking about making this music channel in, in Ash's head, all she's seeing in her head is the amount of time that she spent working on these things, but not like kind of being present with you in the relationship. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a similar montage, whereas yours is happy and carefree. Hers is, uh, hers is being the person holding a light while you're interviewing somebody hers is the person that is getting those forms um and and just she's kind of feeling neglected um and so i think this is about the right time where she would sing a song all right and i'm gonna say she's singing oh gosh all these songs um I'm sorry. I it's like it's really hard to pick because I picked no, the songs fine. I really liked, and I don't know which one to put for this. I've been having similar like issues because I want to just like burn through all of them, but I'm like, no, I got to pick the right one. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you only have so much air, and you're floating in space, and you want to make sure that every every gasp of air makes sense. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, uh, she's gonna sing. Stay by Alessia Cara and Zed. Um, okay. All right. I need to remember how this goes. I have Spotify. I've, I've, I'm cheating and have Spotify pulled up if I need it. That's a really good idea. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm just. Okay. So, so she's, she's seeing all of the time that you're spending on these videos. She's seeing all the time that you're spending together, but not actually being present together. And, uh, she remembers the countless nights where you would come to bed three hours later, where you would leave for long weekends to do shoots. And uh, 
she sings this. <clears throat> Make it on your own, but we don't have to grow up. We can stay forever young. Living on a sofa, drinking rum and cola underneath the rising sun. I could give a thousand reasons why, but you're going. And you know that all you have to do is stay a minute. Just take your time. The clock is ticking, so stay. All you have to do is wait a second. Your hands on mine. The clock is ticking, so stay. Um, and I think as as there's an applause surge from these awful Tanuki sculptures, she's kind of taken out of that memory, and uh, and she's trying to remember the last thing that you said. Uh, and I think the last thing that he says is, yeah, we, um, it was, uh, seven cities. They were all, you know, general Massachusetts area, but like, it was like, a almost a proper tour. Massachusetts area. All right, cool. So yeah. have you, have you been through here before? Uh, I, I've, you know, like I, I think Joel lives here. Okay. I think he has an apartment in Boston because right. he's born and raised. And I think like, I think he's kind of like, yeah, I, um, I haven't actually played in the city yet. It's the one place that I'm kind of nervous about singing about. I mean, I've played here. I've done the Mia Cuppa arts night, but like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I remember kind of nervous about like playing. I c- it's easier to play somewhere where I can be away. Well, I mean, you pretty much dropped all your regionalisms when you had to do the YouTube channel anyway. So yeah. if you come back and say you're a hometown hero, no one's going to believe you because you're not talking about like Boston Yacht or anything like that. You actually sound like, I don't know, you're from the, I don't know, Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> you no, sound like you're from Pennsylvania. Of, it's, uh, it's wicked dumb. It's <laughs> there. See there, there it is. There it is. It's coming back. It's coming back. You know, it comes back when I'm off air a little bit. Well, you know, I'm I'm actually uh, I book events here now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like a month ago, they hired me on as the events manager, and you know, this is kind of my gig now. That's amazing. Like that's that's so cool. Yeah, and <sighs> I just I. Oh, I just realized like this is, I, I don't, I don't want that to weird you out. Like I work here, but nobody like really knows I work here. I'm, I'm, I'm in the back. I'm never up here, but yeah, this is kind of like my home. It doesn't weird me out at all. It is, it's the kind of job that you're great at. Thank you. Um, yeah, this place just really means a lot to me. And, you know, I thought it was time to kind of give back. It feels, it feels right. Yeah, no, it's, I'm really happy for you. You're, you're super good at like all of that stuff. You know, you're, you're, you're really just so good. You're just, you're, you've got, you've got an eye for detail, you know, and (laughs) we see, we see those same montage, like both of those same montages again, like those same clips of you watching and me being up late, but also like, seeing like and we get little bits of like you dropping off the tea and me kind of looking up and smiling a little bit and me on stage at the Mia Cuppa and like looking out at you 
just as the uh, familiar the familiar chords of Blink 182's "All the Small Things" <laughs> comes into <laughs> comes into play. Oh, good, good. <laughs> and you know we're getting the clips of you doing all of this work and kind of like sighing, and then the camera shifts into focus. And we kind of see that I'm like looking in your direction and smiling as you're doing it. And it, and we hear, you know, always I know that you'll be at my show watching, waiting, commiserating. Say it ain't so and I will not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Keep your head still. I'll be your thrill. The night will go on my little windmill. All right, real talk. That's a good song. Like that's that a good song. That's like a really, it. really good song. It is. It is my favorite Blink One Eighty Two song. I really like What's My Age Again, but I really like All the Small Things. Yeah, All the Small Things is probably number one with them. I or like Wasting Time or Carousel, but like All the Small Things is the best sounding one. I think it just. I it just. It lifts up my entire day when I hear it. It's just one of those songs that it just perks up, perks up the whole day. Um, I think, I think as Joel is kind of getting more excited about this, uh, she's taking bigger sips out of her drink. Uh, and, and it's pretty much gone at this point. Uh, Joel, I, I, I just, um, I, I really want you to get the right feeling out of this uh i i, I want to make sure that i'm not leading you on or anything i didn't i didn't <sighs> um i wanted to make sure that you were good i i i feel like you know you were a big part of my life you, you were you were that that section of my life and now that there's a new chapter that's going to be opening up i just kind of wanted the closure and i wanted to make sure that you were doing okay um, and you know, I, I feel like, I feel like I got that. So, um, you know, if, if, if you want, just tell the people at the front that you can have another drink, it's on me. Um, but you know, I should probably get going. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, no, I, uh... I, I don't want to disappoint you. I just, I, I want to make sure that you didn't think that this is more than what it no, be. I I understand that. I just, I, I I guess I should specify. I have no illusions about what today is going to be. What did you think today was going to be? Honestly, do you want the honest answer? And he reaches into his bag and pulls out. Oh no! Uh, oh no! Oh no! Lisa pulls out Lisa Loeb's greatest hits on CD. Good. And is like. That's not one of the songs that I've picked. I just figure it's... But still, oh, I love it. It's like, I kind of thought that this was just about you getting your Lisa Loeb CD back. Are you fucking kidding me? You've had this CD. You've had this Lisa... (sighs) Okay. Um, I mean, I brought it back. I didn't know you had it. When did you take this? It was in my car. You always leave shit in my car. I leave shit in your car because I lived there because I we didn't get hotels. We slept in your car, Joel. That's where my things were. That's okay. where I was. Sorry. Ah, I'm okay, sorry. You, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I think that we're okay. Yep. I'm pulling out a song. I got a song for this. Uh, I think that we're having this argument and 
like, we're having this argument. We're both kind of getting frustrated, but, like, it's kind of, like, there's a little bit of that fun frustration in it of, like, the pet, like the everyday little things of, like, oh, this CD was in my car. You're leaving things in my car. And as the argument is happening, everything else is kind of melting away. Mm-hmm. Like, we get, like, a sweeping spin-around shot of the table that we're at. And we see a bluegrass band on stage. The camera pans. We see some. We see some paintings on the wall. The camera pans around, pans back. The, the the band on stage is gone. It pans back around. There's no paintings. It's literally just us in this empty room, as we're having this argument. And it's like, this is it. And we start to get little flashes of the two of us fucking. Which is when I bust out my turn on song because one oh, of the songs had to yeah. capture had to capture the vibe of being turned on. And uh, we start to hear uh, Slater Kinney's A New Wave nice. play. And it's, uh, no one here is taking notice. No outline could ever hold us. It's not a new wave. It's just you and me. Eyes are the only witness. Die to prove we ever lived this. Invent our own kind of obscurity. And it's just like us having this kind of bickering old married couple debate. That is like, a, we never got hotel yeah. rooms, you know? Yeah. You always leave your stuff in my car. Whose coffee cup is this? Whose coffee cup was that, Ash? I don't get Arnold Palmer's. I buy canned beverages because they're easier to carry. Joel, I want to make sure that you understand, like, that was not a glamorous point in my life. Yeah. No, I know. I'm, Sorry, I got caught up in things. I no, was needling I'm you because it was funny, but no, it wasn't funny. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we had those experiences. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I definitely grew as a person from it. And hey, I'm taking those experiences and, and I'm learning to live with them. Um, Joel, I, and I think as, uh, as she's getting frustrated and kind of not knowing what to say and not knowing how to kind of attack this conversation, she looks at Joel and she sees that like the hair is, is floofing out of the back of his hat in such a way that like it frames his face very nicely. He's got this nice V jaw going on. Um, Mm -hmm. And of all the things about Joel of, of, of all the things that, that Ash likes about Joel, he has a really good nose He's got like a very strong, nice nose. There's there's like nothing wrong with it. It's clear complexion and like it just brings the whole face together. And she, like as she looks at Joel, everything around his face kind of goes soft. And she remembers the first time that she saw Joel. And in my mind, the first time Ash noticed Joel was in a park. And Joel was trying to hold a camera, hold a mic, and and try to make some stupid video. Like he was trying to like juggle, but also do it with the with the camera in his hand. And he for some reason didn't have a tripod. And she's just gawking, looking at him like, "What a dunce!" And <laughs> she just sits on a park bench and she's writing out reasons to write her congressman things things to call her senator about and she's just keeps getting distracted by joel 
doing like this carnival of things and just it doesn't come together and um all of a sudden he falls over from all the things in his hands and uh the soundtrack in her mind is a nice little song by david gray called please forgive me um let's see please forgive me if i act a little strange for i know not what i do feels like lightning running through my veins every time i look at you every time i look at you and then she proceeds to help him up and they have this little meet cute mm-hmm. and uh and i think that was the first time that they ever spoke i love it that's perfect that's beautiful uh, and it suddenly occurs to Ash that like there were good parts to this and she doesn't want to leave. She, she wants, she wants to make sure that she doesn't get into any topic too murky and deep, but she still cares about him. Um, so songwriting, I, uh, how do you, how do you do that? Like, what do you, what do you do? Do you just like lock yourself away? Yeah, I Kinda. I have a, I have a little space. Um, you know, you remember the apartment. I have a little. You know, I took. Remember where we? Yeah, I I remember all of it. I. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, look, I'm. It's embarrassing, but where you kept, where your dressers were. There's like all that space in the bedroom now. Where? I converted that into a recording studio. Like I bought some some sound blockers and some a mic like a mic stand. I drilled it into the ceiling. Don't tell the landlord. It's like an actual recording space now and I have the keyboard set up there in front of the mic. I can play the music, I can write. It's just kind of a cool creative space. What did you do with my dressers? Why? I mean, they're... They're not... I know when I left, I didn't take anything with me, but those were my grandma's. Oh. I mean, they're still there. They're in the apartment. I, okay, I, just... I, I didn't... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm just... I was just curious. They're just, they're just full of beer bottles now. Yeah, well, I mean, they were full of beer. They were full of beer bottles when when I was there too. So okay, cool. I just kind of moved them to the other side of the apartment. I just figured they were mine because you didn't take them. But like, if you want them back, like no, you just got to come by the apartment he, um, and like get them. I guess you would need a truck. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, I could. You know what? No, I don't need them. I just I don't. Uh, I don't need them anymore. I was just curious about how they were. And they're your grandmother's like, you know, you could have them. I don't, I could just get, you know, some box, like some, some metal or some plastic stuff from Ikea. <laughs> Joel, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I mean, we're t- Um, 
You tell me. You know how... You know how when you live somewhere and it feels like it's yours and um, you want to protect it? Yeah. I'm, I'm staying in Boston. Uh, and I don't think I'm gonna go anywhere. I, uh, I work here. Right. And, um, I really, uh, I really just want to know if you're sticking around because I, I don't want to put myself in the situation where I see you. And um, I, that's not, I, yeah, I, I, I know how it sounds. I don't know what to say. Um, I can probably leave. You know, there's nothing keeping me here. And it'd be kind of easy. You know, I guess it would be my lease is up in a few months. I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not like asking you to move, but I know that like you're going to be on tour. I just I'm curious if like, are you coming back here or are you going out west? It's I was, like all you said you wanted to do. And, you know, I already see you all the time online and I see you on my timelines and Facebook and Twitter. And I, I kind of want to know that if I go someplace, I won't need to do that. I was planning on staying, but that's dumb, right? It's dumb. Like, why would I? No, why would I stay? Why I mean, would I not go west, right? Why would... I mean, do you want to? Because you're good enough to do it. I don't know why you didn't ever do it when we were together. I don't want to answer that. Well, why? I don't want to answer that. It, it's, don't it, make me. Don't make me answer it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get It's because in- you were here. It's because you were here and we were here. This is where we were. You can't put that on me. You can't. I'm not putting it on you. I'm saying that's why I came back. That's why whenever I would be out at a convention or at whatever, you know, performance pieces, that's why I came back and I didn't go west was because we were here and that meant something to me once. This is why I didn't want to answer it. Hey, I'm going to have just. I know that we've had this conversation before, but if you wanted to go, I would have gone with you. I I mean, I, I, I was ready. I know you were ready. I know. I just, I, I liked us being here. I liked not, I liked having something separate from this you know this is pretty much my everything now and i liked having something that i could look to and say 
that's home. That's that's not this. And I know I was not great at that, but and I got a song and I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> there's this montage of uh, there's this montage of like Joel at, at concerts and conventions and like record and like shoots and all sorts of stuff. And then there are shots of the two of you curled up at home and doing very homey things, going to Ikea, right? Like drinking your beer bottles and throwing them into into dressers because you're 26. What a weird thing. What a weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, and uh, the song Coming Home to You from the Double Clicks is playing over the is playing over top. And it is. Uh, don't say that I don't love this life. You would be wrong, because every show is wonderful, although every day is long, and when the energy from meeting all those awesome nerds is through, I just wish that I were coming home to you. In the future I will teleport, until then I will make do, and I'll wish that I was coming home to you. And there's just, he's back red in the face, you know, he's crushed his can, and he's got another one in front of him, and he's like, I liked having... A home that wasn't work but joel i i mean all we did was work i mean it was it was always a video it was it's always editing i uh. i didn't say i was good at it i just said i no, like having I'm not, it i'm not saying that you're bad you're really good at it joel you're really good you're fantastic it's stupid that more people don't know about you. It's stupid that more people don't see what I saw in you. What did you see in me? I Jesus. I I mean you 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 were driven. You you wanted to do everything. You wanted to you wanted to capture every single moment of life that you could. You tried to get as much water out of the well as possible and when the well was dry you got another fucking well like you didn't need me to do that i helped you yeah sure but i i i need you to know you can go to la and you can succeed like you need to understand that i book acts here all the time i book artists i book i book improvisers i book musical groups and guess what like they they like search for an audience in the crowd every night but you have people that already like you you can just go you 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 have it nice right now yeah i i i'm subscribed I, I mean, I subscribe. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. Thank I, you for I, that. I know, I know that like if I unsubscribe, it sucks. I know how much you hated that. I don't watch, but you know, you, I, you I'm still there. You could have unsubscribed. I, I, given the circumstances, I would not have felt bad had you unsubscribed. Which is not to say I don't appreciate the support, but I, I, I do want to clarify that like. You could have it, and you could have pressed unsubscribe, and I like I would say, oh well, I'm down one, but 
she probably had reason to not see my videos. Yeah, I know that you would know it would be me, too. I know. Um, I... I don't want to be the person that limits you. I, I, but I really hate the idea that you feel like you needed to stay here for me. I, I, I mean, that makes me feel awful. I, 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 I can't be the reason that you're not going out there and achieving your full potential. Joel, I. If that's how you take it, I guess I can't change that. Well, how else am I supposed to take it? That I, that we had a life together that I valued. Did you value our life together, or did you value that you had a free hand helping you? Is that what you think I saw you as? Joel, you you missed so many things. I I, I mean, I mean, my, my sister's birthday. I you 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 had to get something on film, but it could never be something. I I really wanted to make this simple, and I didn't want to get into it. I was fine. Just knowing that maybe you wouldn't show up here all the time, but if we're going to get into this, we're going to get into this. Joel, you ignored me. You, like, I felt like an employee. I didn't feel like a girlfriend. And he also sits silent for a very long time, just not really sure... Even how to respond to that. How could you... Did I... Was How... I don't... Under, I can't even... I don't even have words. Was I really that crappy? Joel, you, you treated... You treated getting more followers... Like it was my birthday... And, you know, I thought that we were sharing and stuff together, so I celebrated it too. I don't think that it bugged me at the time as much. But looking back, there's like two years of my life where I didn't really work on myself. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, I... You're... Fuck. That's not entirely on you. I mean, it's it's on me. I should have spoken up. I I definitely have a problem with that. I, I, I mean, unless it's for unless it's for, you know, animal rights or something, I'm I'm quiet. But I believed in you and that's where I put my energy. And I I wish that you wouldn't be I, I said it then, and I'll, I, I'll say... Maybe I didn't say it then, but I'll say it now. I wish that you wouldn't be so quiet. Because... You could... 
I feel like if you spoke, people would take notice. And Well, people take notice here. And, you know, I'm kind of running this place now. I'm happy, and I'm, I'm really happy for you. God, I feel like a bitch. No. No. Do you know what? No. What's sort of fucked up is that you're absolutely right. And I'm trying to deal with the fact that I'm realizing that. And it's a lot, and I so if I'm quiet right now, it's because there's a lot going on. What's going on? That you were right. I was... I was and am always going to be chasing something. And... That means that I can never fully give myself to you, or to anyone. And... What's really scaring me a little bit is that I don't know if I'm, I don't know if knowing that's enough to change it or if I even want to change it if I could. Case in point, we've been talking about me for an hour and I haven't even, uh, you know, I've asked you how you are and said that's great, but. I'm, I'm good. I mean, I, I work here. I'm staying here. Right. Great. I I just I don't want to get I don't want to get too far into it because I don't want to I came here with a purpose and well, I don't want to go away from that I'm I, I wanted to I wanted to see how you're doing I wanted to make sure that you were good it's important to me that you are good it's important to me that you are fine and it is important to me I will be good and I will be fine and I will be out of your hair and I will be out west once this is all I ask. This is all I ask. This is all I request. Tell me. Let me know that you're better off. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead fucking serious right now. You know, tell me about your life. Let me see that you are at a place where I don't have to sit there and wonder what if. Let me see that you are miles away from where we were. That feels like it's more for you than it is for me. I don't need you to know that I'm better off. Yes, but it it, it is it is for me. It is for me. Because I'm going to wonder. I'm going to wonder if it was the right decision. If you came here to make sure I'm okay, and you came here to close this chapter, then close it. Joel, I'm better than I've ever been. I've got a good job. Okay. I have a new dog. I have a, an, a, an apartment that I probably would not be able to afford if it weren't for... Joel, I think... not for what? I think... I think I'm going to get proposed to this weekend. And I'm happy and it's everything that I need and honestly the the hardest thing is that he loves your stuff and I don't think he knows that you know we used to like 
my name is in the credits, but no one ever looks there, you know? Not <laughs> no on, one no one ever looks at the show notes. It's 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 terrifying to me that he should ever find out. I don't know what he would say. I think I know it'd be fine. But one way or another, you're still going to be in my life. And I just kind of wanted to see where you were going. But I'm good. I'm fucking fantastic. I'm better than I've ever been. And I'm getting better every day. That really... I'm glad. Yeah, you are. I am. I'm really... I'm smiling. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I'm really... You got a dog? Yeah, I got a dog. And as uh, I think as she goes into like talking about this dog, kind of kind of like torpedoing into the subject that she can talk about at length and not really think about um, the subtext beneath all of this is is like kind of an angry discourse. Mm -hmm. And um, she may be talking about her dog. She may be talking about how how she got this amazing Shiba Inu named Spike. Uh, but all of the words that are actually in her head, um, so she's talking about this dog, talking about this dog, but the undercurrent that is actually playing in her head as she's like kind of aggressively through gritted teeth telling you about this, um, she's singing out and I wonder when I sing along with you. If everything could ever feel this real forever. If anything could ever be this good again. The only thing I'll ever ask of you. You've got to promise not to stop when I say when. She sang. It's the best fucking Sorry, song of all time. It. it is my favorite song of all time. <laughs> It's really good. It's so good. Oh. Um, and and I think like I think in her head this the percussion is getting louder and faster and like I just imagine Dave Grohl like hammering on his guitar and as as the song like reaches this climax, she's she realizes that like she reaches the end of her sentence and uh she's got just like a little bead of sweat on her forehead and it starts to like kind of go down and she wipes it away. Um, and, and she kind of starts to tear up a little bit. Uh, I think he offers her a napkin. Like, did, did you, did you need this? And she just like slaps it away and just shut the fuck up. I not, I can't even, I shouldn't even do this here. Like these, I know these people, these people work with me. Joel, you should have no problem moving. You should have, you, sh you should, you should not need to worry about me. I'm going to be fine. I, yeah, no, you're right. You are. I, you absolutely are. I was never, 
I was never in doubt that you were going to be fine. I just needed to know that you were on your way. And that can, you weren't being quiet about it. Can, can I just say something that might sound weird? Yeah, please. You're... I mean, I've said a ton of stuff that sounds weird. Yeah, I just... um, You're good? Like... And I, 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 I know that you... I know that you mean well. And I know that you want to make people happy. I, I just don't think... I, 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 I just don't think it happened this time around and I don't want you to like I don't want you to think that this is going to happen again nah I, I, nah I knew better you knew better? yeah this is why do you think I asked you for that? this is it this is this is goodbye And I'm okay with that. Like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It blows. But I know that you're doing great. And I know that you're going to keep doing great. You're getting proposed to. I think. Like, I think I am. You think? I think right, I am. Sure. It, well, it okay. feels, yeah. No, tell I me, just, I want to make me, that tell, clear. Tell me why, though. I need to, I, I need details. <laughs> What about that's about not possibly super appropriate for me to, to ask, but like I kind of I'm curious. Indulge me. Uh, well, you know, uh, we are coming up on one year, and his folks really like me. And the other day, we just found ourselves talking about the future as if it was definitely going to happen. And, uh, it made me think, well, if this is, if this is it, good, that's good. Um, and just, just the way that he's been talking about the future with certainty It feels like it's just gonna happen. And I'm ready for that. Good. Excellent. I'm really happy for you. Um, and as, uh, as she hears, I'm really happy for you. Uh, I'm gonna bring up another song of hers. Yeah. Um... In Ash's mind, when you say, I'm really happy for you, uh, she begins seeing like a greatest hits of the time spent with Joel. She begins like kind of realizing this is the end. This could be the the end of this chapter of my life. I could get this closure and I could just be done. Um, and she thinks about she thinks about uh, the room where you both stayed in. She thinks about the place you would wake up together. She thinks about how that room was really small and it didn't feel small. Um, and she sings this. Oh, I was looking for the correct lyrics because I always mess up lyrics. Uh, but she ends up singing this song from uh, the Bare Naked Ladies called Light Up My Room. 
Oh, I love that song. It's such a good song, right? Uh, a hydro field cuts through my neighborhood. Somehow that always just made me feel good. I can put a spare bulb in my hand and light up my yard. Late at night when the wire's in the walls, sing in tune with the din of the falls. I'm conducting it all while I sleep to light this whole town. If you question what I would do to get over and be with you, lift you up over everything to light up my room. Uh, And I think she just starts bursting into tears at that point. And he hands her again, he hands her like some napkins. And he's like, hey, hold on, well, let's step outside. Let's go outside. And he kind of like shuffles her outside. Uh, it's actually really well timed because like somebody is reading some really emotional poetry on stage. <laughs> and we're just, and like he just kind of goes like, it's, you're, it's, it's so real. It's so real. Con- please continue to live your truth. Please continue to, to, to please continue. Just keep doing what you're doing and he like shuffles her outside gives you know and like kind of hugs her and like puts his head, her head in his shoulder and she's like it's it's okay i under and and she just immediately pushes back and she says no this is not what i want i i don't you are going to be here no matter what all right you're in screens everywhere i don't need this right now this isn't this isn't what i wanted this isn't what i came here to do i didn't you're want just- it's cause you're, but you're crying, and so I'm trying to... This is not... This is Me not crying us. doesn't this mean is, that I need... If I needed that, I would have asked for it. That's... Yeah, I, I understood. Understood. You had said that you didn't want to do it inside, because people work you work with, so yeah, I brought yeah. us outside. I, no, you were right. I, I should have asked. I should have... I acted without communication, and that is unfair, and I apologize. Let's... That is on me. Uh, let's... Let's... Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Um Are you going to go to LA? Yeah. When are you going to go? Yeah, I am. Um it's the it's the 20th, so that's 11 days. So it's it's 31 days in the month. There're 31 days in it. There's 30 days in April. How many days are there in April? Oh god. Doesn't matter. It's 30. three months after April, so June. It's, it's thirty. It's thirty. It's thirty. August. The, the, I was gonna be sarcastic and give you like a number of days, but like August first. My lease is up August first. I can find a place in three months. I have connections through the logs. August first. How are you gonna get there? Three months. How are you gonna get there? I'll book a plane. What airline? Southwest. Or how are you going to get all your stuff out there? I'll sell. I mean, I'm going to. I'll sell most of it. It'll be not. It'll be fun. I'll do a whole blog series about like minimalist living. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm already down like three dressers. Why you're going to come get these dressers that why? you apparently you're wanted stupid. that you never mentioned? You're so fucking stupid. You have. <laughs> You're going to drive 
across the United States and you're going to play, that's what you're going to do. That's, are you really this yeah, lost without me planning this out for you? No, I'm going to do that. No, no, I, I've you been doing You just said you were going to fly. Yeah, I'm going to fly. My stuff is going to, I'm not driving. I'm not, do you, think about all of the times we have driven together. Do you really trust me behind the wheel of a U-Haul? I'm just saying. You Do saying you trust the... me behind the wheel of a U-Haul, yes or no? I trust you in the passenger seat. So then I will pay for movers to bring my stuff and I will fly. That way, I don't have to deal with moving stuff because I'm going to get antsy and overprotective of things. You know how I get about my recording equipment, about my keyboard and my laptop and stuff. If I just hand that stuff to a mover... I don't have to see it getting manhandled, and therefore I don't have to worry about it. So I'm going to pay for a mover. They're going to ship my stuff. I'm going to fly. That way I have time to, fi- to like finalize the papers on the apartment. I have time to settle in. I have time to meet the neighbors. I have time to let them know that I'm going to be doing recordings. I have time to get them to sign the uh, appropriate consent forms. Gives me a few days to scope out locations to perform. Gives me a few days to strike up relationships with the owners of said bars, coffee shops, etc. Gives me a time to scout out shooting locations. Gives me time to scout out possible interview guests. I've got this. I can plan this stuff out. I've been doing it for almost a year now. Huh. I'm going to be great. And you're going to be great. You're working here. You're going to get proposed to. You've got a I dog. Think, I think. You think. Right. I don't want to. Let's not get our. Let's not get our hopes up. You've got. But you've got a partner. Mm-hmm. And you've got a dog. And you're going to have some great new. Dre- well, I guess they're old dressers. They're your grandma's dressers. But you're going to have family heirlooms. Yeah. I'm not letting you leave unless I get those back. Of course not. They're yours. You just, you have to clean out the trash in them. That's, I'm not taking responsibility for that. Some of those beer cans are yours, still. <laughs> you know, so, you really need to think about who is, like, you're going to be in LA. You're going to have that network of people there. Like, I can put you in contact with. Nah, I've, I've got it. I know, I've got, we know all the same people. So I'll be fine. And you'll be fine. You'll have the you'll have Boston, I'll have LA, and we'll see each other online. I mean, I guess uh, you'll see me online. Yeah. And who knows, maybe I'll follow you on Twitter again. I did unfollow you. It was a personal decision. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I have fifty four followers. <laughs> no one's that's no what, one cares. Okay. That's why I that's why I figured you would notice if I had unfollowed you. So I but I did want to like <laughs> acknowledge it. But none anyway but like We'll see each other online, and, you know, this is goodbye. But the nice thing about living where we live and when we live is goodbye isn't goodbye. But we're going to be okay. You've got... I, I wanted... I wanted you to close this chapter because I wanted... I th- if I'm being honest... It's because I was, I didn't feel like I could leave. I didn't feel like the chapter was done. The last year I've been kind of slumming it, doing open mics, because I didn't feel like I was, 
I didn't, I still felt like there was, there were things left for me in Boston. And really the only thing left for me in Boston was you. And you're in a place now where you don't need me. And that's great. Cause that means I'm, there's nothing left for me here. So why stay? So thank you. Well, I'm glad that I could. You're welcome. I hope that this, I hope you got what you wanted as well. I th- I think, gosh, I, it's, it, it's, it's not, it's not easy. You know that, right? Like, I can't, I can't avoid you. I know. And it'd be different if like you cheated on me or like hit me or something but like sometimes we just sometimes things just don't work and that's fine like that's it's it didn't it didn't need to you know it 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 didn't i'm getting better i know i can tell literally this is the first time we've talked in months and i can tell and I know you're only going to do better from here. So, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Can I hug you and say goodbye? Yeah, sure, why the fuck not? Uh, and I think as she says that, uh, she just kind of stands there and like opens her posture a little bit. Um, she doesn't walk towards you. She just like, kind of like puts her hands out near her waist, like palms open. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and gives her a very nice, like a polite kind of like shoulders, like hands on the shoulder blades hug. The kind of hug you give, like, a distant relative. He hugs her and just kind of whispers, I'll see you later, kid. And as you say that, she just says, Why does this feel like a funeral hug? (laughs) He kind of, like, opens up and starts laughing. Because I was kind of giving you a funeral hug, because it seemed like that was... It felt like someone died, Joel. It really felt like somebody died. All right, all right. And he pulls you in and, like, bear hugs you. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> um, and I think during that bear hug, the soundtrack that's playing in her head, um, I think it like rewinds back to, uh, her laying on the floor of her then apartment in this like mm-hmm. ratty ass rug. Um, and she's got this big pair of headphones and, uh, she puts them over Joel's head. And as this song is playing, she's like mouthing the words. So everything is lining up almost perfectly to the song that's being played. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song that's being played is, where do I want to start in this song? That's the problem. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So. Do, do, do. Getting lyrics. Um, so she puts the headphones on his head and the music is blaring in his ears and she's mouthing along to the words. Um, and the song that's being played is Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Good. And it's like just Good. coming out of Good. the second chorus. Or it's just coming out of the second verse into the chorus. And he doesn't give a damn about me. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Yeah, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, baby, with me. And by the time that's done, she's just out of this hug uh, and like, I think exhausted. I think just absolutely exhausted. And I think, um, I think he takes out his vape pen because he vapes. We're in agreement. And he like pops it in his mouth and just kind of like before he takes that breath, like he's before he spins on his heel and takes that breath, just says like. It's a hell of a show. It's better than it's ever been. I should have known somebody else was booking it. And he spins on his heels, lets out, you know, rips some rips some sweet cotton. Uh. And he's out on his way. And the last thing that we see from him uh, in this scene is we hear the song With You by I Fight Dragons. And it's nice. just uh, the chorus of it. Oh, is, they're so good. They're really good. And the chorus is, maybe we will be everything we say. Maybe all that we dream will fade to gray. Either way, I will stay with you. And I think that, like, we kind of see uh, Ash's partner. We see, like, a clip of Ash or of Joel doing some, you know, stuffing M&Ms in his mouth and playing on his keyboard like reflected on Ash's partner's computer screen as like the words with you come and it's just is like that kind of you know we kind of get flashes of like him still being there but like her living her life and him still being a presence and this not you know goodbye not being goodbye and I think as that happens, as Ash sees Joel walking away and turn the corner, she looks through the window of this uh, Mia Kappa and she sees that one of the acts is finishing up. Um, she fiddles with the zipper on her hoodie and like zips it up and down a few times. Gives a big exhalation of yeah okay and opens the door and as soon as she's like in the actual main part of Mia Kappa she's like joining the applause and hooting and hollering as this act is coming down Uh, and she stays and watches the band Perfect. Uh, and now the last thing, uh, unless you had any other songs or scene, things you wanted to describe. 
I don't think so. Okay, then the last thing that we do is we reveal our me songs. <laughs> These are songs that define who we are and who we are and who we will be. You know, they're sort of the postscript. Uh, so uh, Joel's me song is a song by Jonathan Colton. Nice. It is called uh, A Talk with George. Don't live another day unless you make it count. There's someone else that you're supposed to be. There's someone deep inside of you that still wants out. And shame on you if you don't set it free. And that is his me song. Uh, Ash's me song. I had like three because I couldn't decide on any one. Um... Ash's Me song is a song by uh, Eric Hutchinson called You Don't Have to Believe Me. Um, where is it? And I, I feel like I feel like as far as me songs go, this song to me is is a lot like telling somebody that they're way better than they think they are. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if they don't believe it because they believe in that person. Um. Uh, and I feel like she is always the kind of person that is fighting for other people and fighting for this sort of this sort of thing. So this is often something she needs to tell other people. Um, but that song goes, uh, You don't have to believe me. I'm just speaking my mind. You look lovely as always. You get that all the time. You don't have to believe me when I tell you that I'm impressed, but you sure better believe me when I say you deserve the best. I love it. I love that to death. It's a it's a really nice song. He's like a he's like a better Jason Mraz. <laughs> and that and uh and that's game. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on Party <laughs> of One. This was a blast. Yeah, this was this was fantastic. I would I would love to do this game again. Well, when I'm emotionally ready for it. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Uh, if you'd like to hear more from me, you can find me on Twitter at I'm Aaron J. Or you can type in versus the universe into pretty much anything and find me. That's VS the universe. We didn't want to spell it versus. So VS the universe. That's where you can find all of the podcasts, live shows, short films, stuff that I do. Um, coincidentally, two of the songs that uh, Jeff brought up in the show are people I've collaborated with before. Um, we, we've made a Jonathan Colton movie called Code Monkey. It was the first thing we ever made like five, six years ago. Um, and also we've collaborated with I Fight Dragons a few times. They're fantastic people. I love them. But if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, just type in Versus the University YouTube, you can find all of our stuff there. Like I said, we do music videos, we do uh, short films, we do a live show in Chicago called The Geek Show, and my fiance and I are on a podcast called The Cooperatives Pod, where we play board games and discuss generally how to play games with other people and how to cultivate friendships and love through those games. Uh, It's my favorite thing because I get to do it with her, and uh, Mm -hmm. this will be the very last thing I plug, I promise. 
I have a game in development. It's going to be hitting Kickstarter on March 14th. It's called Earworm. It's a fantastic new party game where you need to vocalize your favorite songs without saying any of the lyrics. It's super, super fun. We've been playtesting it for about a year now. Uh, The version that we're putting out is by far my favorite version. The deck has all of my favorite songs from the 70s, 80s, 90s, today. Just I'm so, so in love with it. And if you think that sounds interesting, go to earwormgame.com or search for Earworm on Kickstarter and be a part of the movement. Uh, I, and I highly recommend it. I, I fucking love Earworm. Oh, it's, it's a good time. It's a really good time. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a blast and a half, and I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Aaron for coming on to the show. That game was, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. If you're interested in any of the songs name dropped on the podcast, uh, you can find links to Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon playlists in the show notes. Be sure to back the Earworm Kickstarter when it drops. It is the most delightful party game, and I absolutely cannot recommend it enough. Also, be sure to check out Cooperatives Pod, because Aaron and Liz have a real passion for board games and gaming and community, and that passion apps that passion comes through on the podcast in a big way and it's just an absolute delight to listen to you can find that at cooperativespod.libsyn.com finally absolutely follow aaron on twitter at i'm aaron j warm and friendly does not even begin to describe aaron he's a delightful person and i cannot recommend following him on twitter enough he is one of my favorite twitter accounts to follow then while you're on Twitter, follow this show at Party of One Pod, then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation to a friend. All of those things help us find new audiences, which helps us grow bigger, better, and do cooler things. You can also consider backing the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus audio, many podcasts, and interviews, and Patreon dollars help pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, convention appearances, all of the little things that keep the show going. If you're on Discord, you should join us at bit.ly slash Discord to hang out with us, uh, talk about the show, talk about role-playing games, talk about professional wrestling. You know, all of the things that people talk about. You can find that at bit.ly slash Podcast. If you'd like to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the character creation, storytelling, world-building podcast powered by your listener prompts, hosted by me and my best friend, Aaron Catano Saez. You can find that at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming onto the show, whether you're an actor, writer, game designer, film director, all of the above like Aaron J. Amendola, professional wrestler, graphic novelist, or just a lover of role-playing games, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Never gonna die.